Our next guests are two hilarious comedians and golf enthusiasts who recently started a very, very funny uh, golf podcast called Country Club Adjacent. Uh, they are here with us this week to talk Masters Recap, their new podcast, and whatever else golf-related or not we do get into. Uh, they are the next big things in the golf world. Please welcome my friend Griff Pippen and Aristotle Jackson, or as Yo. you probably know him on Instagram, Blake Weber. Um, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for coming on with us. And Aristotle, I got a question for you first, first of all. All right. Yeah, fire away. Are we calling you Blake or Aristotle or what do you go by? Um, well, you know, birth given name here is usually what I go by, um, especially for people that know me. So uh, <laughs> Aristotle. <laughs> All right, cool. Mm -hmm. So you are definitely the only Aristotle maybe in the entire world. Do you, do you, <laughs> uh, how do you no. How did that There's happen? more? I can think of another one. Are you yeah, serious? I know three. I know three. There's three. Yeah, I know three. What? Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, scratch that question. We're we're moving on. <laughs> um, so, guys, let's start off with your podcast. Um, can you tell us more about your podcast? I want to know how you came up with the name. What does the name Country Club Adjacent mean for people that have never heard of it before? And uh, how did you guys? How did you? How did you stops get connected with Griff? And your other two co-hosts, obviously, like how did that all come about together? And now you guys have this really hilarious, awesome podcast. If you want to give them a rundown. Yeah. So um, Country Club Adjacent was a name Jake Adams, one of the co-hosts, came up with a while back. And it represents what we're doing with our podcast and, and the comedy we're creating. What we're doing is changing the culture of golf. We're not just a bunch of comedians that are doing a golf podcast. We're changing the game of golf from this elitist, racist, sexist game to a more inclusive game that anybody and everyone can play. We're tired of people treating car girls being creepy old men. We're tired of racism. We're changing. So the name Country Club Adjacent is like, we're adjacent. We're close to this idea of a country club, but not quite because we, you know, we're, we're a different breed and a new generation of golfer. And we're definitely doing it. And we're definitely going to change the game to a game where people see it is a cool game and a game where anyone can play yeah yeah and just building on that it's uh i think you nailed it what i was going to say there kind of in the last sentence it's it's really um trying to take this stigma that golf is just like sort of the rich man's sport that he can go out there and and play and, and it's, it's a game for everybody and we want to represent that everybody that plays golf not the not just the old wrinkle necks that are there at the country club every 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 day because they're retired you know that's not we want to rep, rep yeah. the other 99 percent of the golfers out there yeah who's funnier griff or aristotle who's funnier i mean it's subjective you you look at uh you look at blake's stuff on the internet and i mean like I'm laughing way harder at his stuff than anything I've ever put out. Some of Blake's videos are just like, I mean, <laughs> I, I personally would definitely rather watch his stuff than I would mine. I mean, I thoroughly enjoy his sense of humor. <laughs> Th thanks. I, see, I'm one of those people, I'm subjective, dude. Griff is just uh, just a funny, naturally funny 
dude you, he's great at talking shit you know i'm uh i i could i could learn a thing or two from the way that griff uh griff throws it down on the course <laughs> that, that's that's really touching guys john's john's heard some of that it's it's relentless when i play with actually john even when we're not playing golf it's just day to day it's relentless i can speak to that <laughs> um yeah before we get to uh sidetrack here let's talk about the masters first and foremost i want to know obviously okay i watched all four days i was up at fucking 5 45 a.m 6 a.m every morning watching the masters all four days well except the fourth day because i pretty much knew that dj was gonna win i need both of your immediate reactions and just yeah i need your immediate reactions after um after after uh, after the masters what's your what's your initial takes well, I mean, for me, it's sort of like uh, Dustin just lived up to the hype uh, of this year, you know, of coming in ranked number one. And he went in there and he delivered, plain and simple, you know. Um, he played a perfect, perfect, perfect weekend. And it was really fun to watch. I, I always, if Tiger's not in the hunt, I'm always sort of uh, striving or hoping to see a really close match. And I was kind of sad that it wasn't as close as it could have been, but it was cool to watch DJ just dominate that course. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this masters is really interesting. Cause one, it was the first one ever in November, probably maybe ever that's ever going to happen. Um, and I think it was a really crazy masters because a lot of things happened. I don't just think of it as DJ like, DJ broke a record and, uh, and and was phenomenal, but you have this absolute Hulk of a man, Bryson, making the news by losing golf balls off the tee box and and asking, pissing off the officials. Then you have Bernhard Langer, who is this 63-year-old German cyborg who is making cuts at 63. You have Tiger getting a 10 on a par three. I mean, there were so many moving parts. I mean, I thought it was fireworks overall. I don't even think of it as just DJ. I think of it as just like a lot happened and it was exciting. I thought it was a really good Masters. It was. It really was. I obviously wish there were crowds there. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, you got to stay safe, you know. I've never felt closer to Tiger Woods than when he was going through uh, that. I think it was the whole, the 12th hole. Yeah. <laughs> I've never felt so like, that was the first time in my whole life. Like I ever felt, you know, relatable with anything that Tiger's ever done in his life. Well, then he comes <laughs> back and then still shoots a 76. Like that's wild. Yeah. Birdie, what, five of the next, of his last six holes after that? Like, yep. that's yeah. insane. Same. That's the big takeaway. The guy didn't give up. He said, I got a 10. I'm going to go on a birdie run. And it's like, that is so Tiger. He, he always does something crazy. He might get a 10, but he'll go birdie out. And it's like, okay, he's still, he's still the goat. That was a goat move that he did. Yes, it was. It was a huge flex. Too bad. Too it happened. Too little. Too late. Yeah, I'm just excited. What the to fuck happened on that hole, though? Like what? Like why did he do so terrible on that one hole? So at, when you're playing at a tournament and a course that difficult, conditions are. I mean, they're so difficult. The slightest mistake, like if someone like uh, Aristotle or I played. 
when we make a slight mistake, those slight mistakes on those types of courses can really add up. And Tiger made small mistake after small mistake. And you, you just, the smallest thing can cause a ball to go over a green into the water, or you hit it on the green with too much spin and it just barely rolls off into the water. Like small mistakes can add up out there. And, and it just, you just do a few too many small mistakes and you'd be surprised. Like if, if I went out and played Augusta this week and made small mistakes, I could easily shoot a hundred. Like yeah. without even like with so easily I could shoot a hundred and it wouldn't even feel like I played that bad. Yeah, and and I think what just happened on Tiger's ten is that he didn't. It wasn't even that he hit bad shots. It's just that I think the conditions were uh, were different than they normally are, and they were a little bit. Um, I think it was the ball was landing a lot softer because of the uh, the moisture that they got on Thursday. And, you know, he hit two shots that like were decently playable shots that literally landed on the green and just sucked back off the green. Like you can't like that was really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. The one so, he hit on the sand, that one was brutal. That one looked like he he got way too much of the ball. He like bladed the he ball. Bladed it. He got he got nervous and decelled yeah. and then bladed the ball and it went flying over yeah. the, the dang. Uh, yeah. Fascinating yeah, to watch, though. Yeah, yeah he's, he's nervous. His son is watching now, and he wants to make a good example, so he got nervous. And he was like, I just went in the water twice. I'm not going in a third time. And then that thought probably crossed his head and made him go in the water again. I have a conspiracy theory. He knew he wasn't going to win, so he purposely got a 10 so he could go to birdie run after so that we would talk about how great he was and just made that comeback. He did it on purpose, guys. That's wow. all. Right. <laughs> I'm down. I've never I'm down. even, never even thought of that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You did it on purpose, right. guys. <laughs> what? So, okay. So, DJ won, unfortunately. I'm going to keep my takes about DJ to myself after you guys, until after you guys talk. But what's, what's our, what's the thought on DJ winning? Okay. What? So, for DJ winning in general, but especially the Masters, especially a major, is DJ winning good for golf? Because I'm going to, argue my why i think it's not after after you guys go is dj winning good for golf i want to hear what you guys got to say about that hmm. um i mean here's the thing i don't know too much about him like as a human being um you, you know beyond just what i've seen in clips where he's just like seems really like simple-minded and just like very just direct <laughs> i don't know how else to put it uh so I don't know. I, I think it's good for golf in the sense that, you know, it'll bring, it'll bring awareness to the sport because his, he's married to Polina Gretzky and you got Wayne Gretzky out there. And there's been some memes popping up this week uh, with that family yeah. uh, celebrating and whatnot. So in, in, in that capacity, I'm going to go ahead and say that it is good for the sport. And, you know, Dustin, he whacks the ball a long way. That's, you know, that always attracts new blood into the sport of golf. So uh, I'm going to say it's good for the sport. And when you're playing the way he is, it's, uh, it's, it is, it is interesting to watch because he's just hitting such good shots. Yeah, you know, I agree. There's a lot of good takeaways from DJ. Like, he's a super athlete. He's got a model wife, and his father-in-law is the greatest hockey player of all time. He has a background of being a party guy. But here's the thing. 
Um, he's a boring guy and he's just another guy. What would be good for golf is to have a person of color come in and start dominating the game because Tiger is great, but Tiger's passed. And I don't think Tiger was preferably a good spokesperson for the sport and didn't really care about politics and i you know whatever he was on a he was on a mission but I'm, i want to see someone come into this sport with a different background and a different story and start winning and bringing representing different groups of people to bring into the game and bringing more people into the game bringing new people into the game um and dj i, I don't know if dj is necessarily growing the game I think what would be exciting for the sport is people that could grow the game. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe people are getting into golf because of him. I don't know, but I want to see someone who's going to grow the game in areas that people aren't playing. You know, who's going to grow the game of golf? Who? Who? Shambo is going to grow the game of golf guys. Yeah. Okay. Everybody yeah, no wants to about see that. a scientific freak of nature a big thick guy, you know what I mean? Get out there and, and prove to like, you know, bigger guys that, Hey, we can go out there and pound the ball and win majors and, and win, you know, uh, what was it at Wingfoot? Was it the, the U or the, uh, the uh, PGA US Open? It was the USO. No, the one that he won the PGA championship, right? He, no, he won, the US Open. he won the US Open at Wingfoot. Was the USO. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and just, yeah, the you know, a course that no one's supposed to dominate. And here's the thing about DJ is like, until I saw that post match interview or the post, you know, uh, after he won the Masters, when he, when he did the interview, he started like crying and stuff like that. Up until that point, he started talking about, oh, this means so much to me, blah, blah, blah. I had no idea the guy even cared about golf. Like the guy goes out there, hits the, maybe the putt of like the putt of the year, perhaps, in the BMW championship, right. Against, uh, against John Rom to force, to force a playoff. And like the best that he could do after that putt is like this weird, like half, like slow motion, like half fist pump. You know what I mean? Like we want, we want to see, I want to see guys like tiger, you know what I mean? Rory competitive, like really, really like highly, uh, high personality type guys like go out there and, you know, like, you know, hey, we need steroids and golf. I totally agree with you, John. We need steroids and golf. We need guys to be absolutely juicing, no testing. We need some absolute monsters to come out there and just change the game. I mean, we need a guy that, like, you know, a guy that, like, decided he doesn't want to play pro baseball anymore, decided to pick up, decided to play golf, maybe, you yeah. uh, yeah, that's that's what we need. We need some personalities, but, um, yeah. I, uh, Bryson's fun. Bryson's fun, but he gets in trouble in the media all the time and says stupid stuff. But I think it's entertaining because I know the memes are going to be really good. I know he's going to get absolutely destroyed in the internet because of memes when he says something stupid in the media. And I think that's good for golf. Yeah, it definitely is. And it definitely brings uh, a different type of person to the sport. One that might even fit into what we consider our brand, which is, you know, the country club adjacent type person. Um, and uh, I definitely agree that Bryson brings that in more so than most people in the sport right now. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we do need more diversity and we need more, uh, it's, it's just, 
we need we need uh, you know we need more than anything in golf that would really spark the interest of the young people in a cool generation we need we need swearing we need a bad boy we need yes. we need somebody yeah. to be like somebody cool and that people that are relatable we need god we need damn happy gilmore out there but irl (laughs) you know that's that's what that's what the sport really needs because it's it's a little stodgy it's a little stuck up but hey because this year because no galleries the players were mic'd up and uh you would hear on live tv i heard a couple guys say fuck me like on live television i saw harold varner say fuck me and i saw rory get mic'd up and say every fucking time in his irish accent and i was like dude you know how many people would watch the game of golf if you could watch tiger woods say are you fucking kidding me or sit the fuck down you know what i mean I'm not one for cussing on live podcasts or Zoom meetings, but in this context, it's very relevant because Stotts brought it up. Dude, if you could literally watch Bryce and go, get the fuck down, like the game of golf, the ratings would be more than the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, it's true. And then on top of that, on top of that, you're going to have people be like, oh, this isn't a stuck up, uh, right. per- this isn't a stuck up rich person sport this is this is this looks this looks difficult this looks challenging this looks fun this can be entertaining and and really what it comes down to you know is i think it's it's always been the sport of gentlemen uh so there's that aspect of the the, there's the historical aspect but there's also uh sort of this like we don't want to piss off the brands because every tournament is branded maybe if there's a way to get the brands out of golf in in this in the way that they're in it now uh, there's a way to still keep their money. <laughs> Give me all that money, but just get their get their their image and their name off these tournaments. Maybe we could have a more fun sort of uh, golf uh, environment. Maybe one that more people could relate to. Hundred percent. Like on Country Club adjacent, we're trying to get Four Loco as a sponsor. So you know, once we have Four Loco, yes. once we have yep. Four Loco bags and like Copenhagen tobacco, and, right. you know what I mean? I mean, absolutely. We just all the degenerate brands on our side. It's yep. game. Oh, it's game over. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? I want to. That's see- what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. You know, I'd say like a vast majority of weekend warrior golfer types are the degenerates out there chugging beers just out there having a good time and you know that's 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 golf you know it's not necessarily these guys on the tour that are just the most perfect gentlemen and then you know it's not it's not real life yeah because let's not forget Two of the most prized golfers in golf history, the top of the food chain, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, are both degenerates, okay? That Mm -hmm. is a fact. They are both degenerates. It's known in the public. Tiger, obviously, I mean, Tiger has got his own story. Phil Mickelson was arrested a few years ago and is a swinger with his wife, a degenerate gambler in the court. Allegedly. even, no, he is. Even even these guys at the top who are the who are the you know the good guys, you know, the guys that are clean. No, they're not. John Daly is no different than Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. He he's just open about who he is. He's no different yep. than those guys. So um yeah, I, I mean 
even those guys, the guys that represent like how the clean and gentleman sport, those guys are, you know what I mean? So we're trying yep. to change that image. And also there should be more female golfers, right? LPGA, you're seeing it more and more. There should be more members, female members at every club. You know, I was just talking to a girl recently and she said she remembers a female member at the Wilshire Country Club. And it was, she said it was awesome because every time uh, her husband would play, people would be like, oh, that's great. Your husband brought you to play as a guest. And she's like, uh, no, I'm the member. He's my guest. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I, you know, more and more stuff like that changing the game where it's not just this little sexist boys club. It's like, no, nah, dude, I want to play a skins game and, and smoke cigars with some ladies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have a lady in the group. You know, and what we're doing at Country Club Jason is – growing the game in a lot of areas and there's a few organizations with people of color uh preferably organization with uh just all black golfers and i want to get involved with that and grow that because look golf is an expensive game and a lot of people don't want to get mm-hmm. into it because they feel like the, the barriers to entry are too expensive so there's organizations i'm working with right now called sports shed and they give secondhand clubs and equipment to these kids of color in communities where they don't have the money and help help these kids get out and, and on the golf course and to play. So, you know, I think that's part of our mission too at Country Go Adjacent. But just just growing the game to, to places where golf is not being marketed towards instead of these boring brands and PGA talk shows, yep. it's the same boring conversation marketing to the same people and, and we're changing that and we're going to do it fast you know what i mean like john let's go john is a you know john's a korean woman and i play golf with her all the time and you know what yeah. i mean like i played golf with game. her one time yeah yeah we did we played <laughs> with her at a part of three course that's right john is a female korean bodybuilder and she also plays golf so yep. wow. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> You're going to leave that in. I'm, I'm not editing. I'm not editing that out. I'm leaving that shit out. He's not editing that out. No, John. Yeah. The world needs to know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Griff, the people want to know, how is John's golf game? Scale 1 to 10. Um, You know, uh, I mean, 10 being Tiger Woods, 1 being uh, the worst golfer I've ever seen. He. He's somewhere in the middle. He's a five, and he's got a lot of potential. But the problem is he takes too many steroids, and, and his <laughs> muscles have become so built up, he doesn't have range of motion, so he can't hit the ball anywhere. So we got to really get him to do some stretching or do some kind of program. But, I mean, he's got potential. Um, but, you know, he's just, you know, I, I want him to put more time into it and get out there more. Yeah, we need to make those muscles long, not bulky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he pulled a Bryson, I don't know how Bryson's work out exactly, but he has a specific training where you can get big, but you train and stretch for range of motion. And you can do – you can have your cake and eat it too, but you just have to be willing to put in the time. And John's mm-hmm. not willing to put in the time. Not you know, yet. You can, tell, you can tell by the background of his, his uh, apartment – like the, that he hasn't even put one minute of thought into decorating his room. So I don't think he's going to put any time into stretching. <laughs> uh, you're absolutely right. Cause I'll be, uh, <clears throat> I'll be too busy. Yeah. Look, there's just a flag of the college you go to. It looks like a flat. It looks like a frat house in there. There's probably a bunch of beer guys, on the floor. Guys, 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 everyone, everyone has to know that you went to university of Oklahoma. 
Okay. They've got one of the stars. Yeah, Abe Answer is a star on tour. Okay, Patrick Cantley just won the two. Uh, he's, he's also great. He's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some great. You know what? You know what? I want to. See, I want to see. Uh, I want to see Abe Answer or someone come up uh, rocking a like a Cam Soda uh, sponsorship or something. No, no, his 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 caddy was smoking cigarettes during the Masters, and I was like, it was one of the coolest things. I was like, no, they should be sponsored by like a cigarette company or something like that. Why not? Oh, uh, let's segue into steroids because you just can't stop talking about them for whatever reason. Well, they've helped. So would, <laughs> would ster- so would steroids or oh also would steroids be good for golf? Legalizing steroids or just not testing for them, performance enhancing drugs? Because I think they would for baseball and probably golf too. But and also the hoodie situation, Rory McElroy, right? Right? He just got like crucified on country club twitter and country club social media you know because he, he he's breaking all these like unwritten rules or etiquette golf etiquette golf etiquettes about you know you know wearing uh, a, a hoodie on on the course is that what's wrong with is that what's wrong with american golf? Yes. Stop about that. Yeah. yeah no that makes me so angry because it's an article of clothing that keeps you warm and also hooded so that rain or whatever else part of the elements don't fall on your fucking face. So to me, it's really stupid that people are throwing backlash because the sport of golf is evolving. Culture is evolving. People want to be comfortable on the golf course. You know, the mock turtleneck was like a huge thing back in the 90s when when uh, when Tiger started rocking. I, I call it rock the mock. We started rocking the mock. Nice. And, and, so and so what's wrong with the hoodie? You know, what's wrong? I think it's, I think it's great. It was a good looking hoodie. It wasn't even like a shitty hoodie. It was a nice, good looking hoodie. It was so, a nice Nike to, one. Yeah. So to me, it's very, it's really stupid. And those are the types of people that in a way give golf a bad name because you're slandering an article of clothing that uh, most people love. And furthermore, most of these motherfuckers that are talking shit about hoodies probably uh, own a hoodie. So you don't stop that Ooh. you the, the hypocrisy cannot go can only go so far that's what i'm saying 100 percent agree with what he said and and they want this game to be preserved in tradition and i understand that and there's nothing wrong with that but the game is evolving tiger changed things when he stopped wearing collared shirts like he's such a he's <laughs> such a g he showed up and he's like nah i'm by the way i'm the goat i don't i'm not wearing collared shirts out here i'm wearing dope dope you know and and it was like okay no one argued with that so it's like dude it's a, it's, a, it's an article of clothing like some people want to wear jordan they make jordan golf shoes and they're awesome okay so and another thing i'd like to to say let's just you know like the 800 pound gorilla in the room with the hoodie thing is these people that hate it probably hate the hoodies in some degree because it represents african-american culture and it's like sorry dude but things are changing you know what I mean? Like the, the fashion's changing. The people that play the game is changing. So it like your little, you know, your little, your culture, you know, that you're preserving is changing because, you know, people of color are playing and they're going to bring their fashion into the game too. So sorry yeah. about that. So yeah, I, I, I think it's dope. Like I, you should be able to wear you want. Like, have you seen some of these Jordan golf shoes? Have you seen a cool oh, golf? So cool. Great point. Like, 
So cool. You know what I mean? Like if it's cold outside, if it's cold outside, you're wearing a hoodie to play golf. Does anybody look cool or look fancy while they're playing in cold weather? No, you're just trying to stay warm. Who cares what somebody looks like? If they want to wear like a, you know, like a like an Inuit like coat with fur all over it, who cares? It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Fashion was really not a thing in golf 15 years ago. It was just collared shirt and khakis and your foot joys. Now golf fashion's a thing and there's just there's different styles if you want to be the hoodie guy be the hoodie guy if you want to be wear jordans if you want to be you know classic like jt then be that but there's different styles and if you want to rock you know we were talking about uh, golf jerseys you know what i mean mm-hmm. making that making that a thing for country jason but like so you know in 10 years, 10 years there's going to be so many different types types of fashion because different backgrounds and i think that's what's cool about the game the game is, is moving in different directions. Yep, 100%. And, and, as, and as for steroids, I think steroids would be great for every sport. I would love yeah. to see the most supercharged, trained human beings out there competing at the highest level. I would love Dude, that. And I think a lot of athletes sport. would like that too because one, it, it, it gives them that edge. And two, it, it's, it's, they know that it will it will help, it'll only help their sport. It'll only make their sport look better when you got guys driving balls 600 yards or you got baseball players throwing 114 mile an hour fastballs. I'm all for steroids and sports. Real quick before I get to what Khalil's writing in the chat. Um, Did we just lose Griff? Griff, are you there? Maybe. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I was going to say, at least it's not jeans. Like, can we yeah. all agree that jeans, jeans on the yeah. course, even a, even a LA, like public city, Muni municipal course, like death penalty. Cause there's a death yeah, penalty. And, I'll, and I will say there are lines to be drawn in terms of what you can wear and what you should wear on the golf course. And for me, it's definitely jeans and jorts. Get those, <laughs> keep, keep, oh, keep, keep, keep them off the course. Jeans and jorts. George. Get him off the course. That's what I, 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 I Sorry, go ahead. On, I was going to say, I should put that on a t-shirt. Jeans and jorts, get off the course. <laughs> Khalil, what's Unless your Unless you're Bowski with cut-off camo jorts. Like, I don't know. He rocks his six under ones. He's, like, the only guy I know that, like, makes it look cool. Otherwise, you, like, you know that look. New Balance shoes, laced up too tight, high white socks, jean jean shorts like just an untucked collared shirt you you look like you talk about how good you are at barbecuing all day and you <laughs> yeah. talk about college football you have zero respect for your wife like get out of here get out and that's the same guy that's like people shouldn't be wearing hoodies on the golf course i'm like exactly here, todd go home Todd. your wife is tired of you go home be a better husband who cares if someone wants to wear? You can't even break a hundred. So shut up. Oh, well, you just went too far there. I'm talking about you too, John. <laughs> I'm triggered. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Khalil's, got, Khalil's got a great. Uh, Khalil's got a really, really great suggestion about the Masters. I liked it. He said Hennessy as a rep. Supreme Hennessy uh, instead of green jackets. Masters hoodies. Uh, <laughs> Dude, if Sony wants to wear a Snuggie, hell yeah. Dude, if you want to wear a Snuggie, 
dude, wear a snuggie out there, dude. I would love like no, do, you do you know how long I've wanted to golf in an actual moon landing astronaut suit? If somebody could hook that up and find that, you know how fun that would be to golf in astronaut yeah. suits? Dude, I'd do it'd probably be pretty hard, but pretty awesome. Yeah. But, uh Stotts, am I imagining this? Did 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 Buzz Aldrin and those guys did they bring out a golf club and hit a golf ball on the moon or am I imagining that? They did not. They did. They they did. I don't know if it was that mission, but there is um, there is footage of uh, astronauts hitting golf balls on the moon. Okay, and, so it did uh, happen. I'm imagining that. No, it it happened. Did they set up a little flag, or am I imagining that? No, they did. They set up a flag. Bear in mind, all of this took place in the desert, and uh, it was all you know slowed <laughs> down to. A slower frame rate, but it's only because film, at least film at that time, can't get through the atmosphere, Oofy. else it'll burn up in the uh, in the mesosphere. So you know, yeah. <laughs> it was Kubrick, but they still did it. They still did it. It just wasn't documented. Oh, that is that is one of the theories, isn't it? That Kubrick did all of it, right? Yeah, that's the theory is that they that you couldn't have taken these photos and these images on the moon because the film wouldn't have held up in space. It wouldn't have made it through uh, the atmosphere and been able to function properly. And that they did go to the moon, but the, all the stuff that they documented was all done at like a movie studio or in the desert by Stanley Kubrick, who was the only one who had technological ability to create a zero gravity looking environment. Yeah. yeah. That really is true. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't live there. I don't even know. If it, I don't even know if any of that happens. We might just be from the simulation, and it just started, and we don't even know. That's so yeah, we don't know. Yeah, the Earth. Is I don't know. Starts. The Earth is fine. Yeah, that's fact. Yeah. Um, okay, so if you guys could, besides the steroids thing, change or add one rule to the game of golf to make it more interesting, what are you doing? Ooh. Ooh, I I got I got my hot take. Griff, do you wanna you wanna you wanna? Oh my god! Or? Actually, I'm writing this down because I want to talk about this in our actual podcast. That is ooh. That, I'm, 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 not, not, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you answer this first while I write this down real fast for our because that's such a great question. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Okay. So my uh my rule change that I would have is actually something that did just happen at the Masters. It was, I believe, on the second or third hole when Bryson hit his drive, and it got lost in, literally, it got lost in play. It, 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 it got buried in the wet ground, and they made him go back and re-tee. I think that we need to get rid of that rule. If your ball gets lost in play, assuming that they're, you know, especially in this case, they had cameras filming the ball, so they knew almost exactly where it went. Absolutely, you should be getting a free drop there. That's, I think it would, one, it would, it would give players more incentive to go ham with the driver on holes maybe they wouldn't have in the past because they're like, oh, I don't want to lose it in play. Uh, and two, um, it's, just, it's just bullshit. It just takes someone like that out of the game for something that's not even their fault. So, you know, obviously the, the, the line where you draw the line to me and how you make this rule enforceable versus like, oh, if you just lose the ball, don't you get a free drop anywhere? No, if it's in play, if it's in the boundaries of play and you lose it, 
within, you know, the rough fairway, uh, you know, right in that general area. We're not talking forests. We're not talking the weeds. We're not talking the desert. If you're out and playing in Arizona or some shit, if you lose it within the field of play, rough, green, fairway, uh, I, don't even, I don't even know if you can lose it on the tee box, but uh, <laughs> any of those places, free drop. Give them a free drop. Let them, let them, play, the, let them play the game and uh, get the lowest score without having some bullshit happen. Nice. Good one. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Griff, what are you thinking? Mine is based off of something I'm doing on the internet right now. Oh, yeah. If I I could change one rule in golf, it would be that there is no (laughs) (laughs) out-of-bounds. So, while your ball ends up, you can play it as it lies. You end up in someone's backyard in a shopping center in a parking lot. I don't care. You get to hit it back into play. So, I I can make from a Walmart parking lot. That's a hell of a day right there, folks. <laughs> yeah, I would like that. I'd be a, I'm a big fan of no out of bounds. <laughs> oh my god, do you know how many rounds I could have shot in the 60s if that role were in play? My god, I would be one hell of a golfer. You get it back in yeah. play. If that were a rule, if if there's no OB, I would have had so many years of practice of getting it back into play and playing it as it lies. (laughs) Oh, you better believe I'd have that that scramble, get it back into play, shot down. Guys, everyone, I just had to plug this real quick. Everyone follow at Griff Pippen. Standard spelling, two. Are those two first names as your full name? I've never known nobody named Pippen. Pippen. Hey Pippin, get your get your ass over here, Pippin. I mean, Pippin from Lord of the Rings. Pippin from Lord of the Rings is about it. That doesn't count. No, fake language. Follow, follow Chris Pippin on Instagram. This man posts hilarious videos of getting it back into play, just hitting balls in just outrageous areas, like throughout throughout the city of LA and even other places. I've seen you hit one like, like where was it like? uh eastern or was it like colorado or something you're on some ranch or something like that was that northern Bishop and by, by, by mammoth one was at ucla um oh, yeah yeah, yeah no one was in uh bishop by mammoth bishop california everyone follow griff pippen at griff pippen instagram do it if you, dude aristotle how many followers do you have on your on the blake weber blake at, at blake weber account um one point one point one point six million Jesus Christ. How exhausting. Dude, how exhausting is that? Like, or running that account with a hundred or 1.6 million followers. Um, You know, it's like, it's one of those things where, where it's afforded me to be able to do a lot of cool things that I never would have been able to do. So it's, it's not, I feel like for some people, they could find it being a burden because they, they would, they care so much or, you know, they let it run their lives or this, that, and the other. But for me, I've sort of figured out a balance. Uh, it's taken me a while to figure out how to like control the account without it controlling you. Um, nice. But I'm, I'm in a good place where, you know, I post kind of whenever and whatever I want. And uh, 
it, it did take a, a while to get there, but uh, it's 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 a good feeling to get to that point because it, when it when it's the other way, like you can you can tell because people are just desperate and they're they're it's just nonstop posting all the time, and it's it it comes off as thirsty and uh, yeah, you can tell the people who who know how to handle their uh, social media once their following gets about pretty big. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm the opposite. I can't even post on there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, You're banned. Right. You're banned yeah. Right yeah. Not to, you, you I'm back with a vengeance tomorrow. <laughs> How'd you pick the name Blake Weber for your account? Um Does that mean anything? That's a, that's actually a great question. Um when I first started the account, I was making fun of people who vape. Like that was essentially the the angle is just literally a parody on people who vape and the name Blake rhymed with vape. So literally that was that. And the character had his, uh, had a last name throughout the, uh, you know, my process of creating it and it was Weber. So Blake Weber eventually uh, became the account's name after I decided that vape was dead and no longer a good look, (laughs) even though it was a parody. (laughs) So that's doing God's work just roasting roasting people who vape because yeah good on you someone had to yeah like jake adams <laughs> that's right does he really yeah. that's your co-host it's like that's like the big dog yeah god we'll get him on next time i want to yeah we get we'll, we'll get him next time for sure <laughs> uh, all right let's, let's let's wrap it up here uh one last question um what are your i need to know the biggest pet peeves on the golf course what are they shorts shit we could talk for ever yeah besides shorts and jeans <laughs> um griff you want to go slow pay so uh, slow play jesus i can't handle it okay yeah yeah i'd say that's definitely up there for me as well um i i guess my thing would be people that are just like completely careless as to um like who who's hitting like if if like if i'm about to hit and then all of a sudden i see you lining up i'm gonna be like god damn it all right are you gonna go or do you want me to go what's going on yeah so (laughs) the the people that are oblivious to that are are just annoying that's a good one yeah that's a really good one yeah um do you guys have any questions for us um, what is your favorite thing about UCLA? <clears throat> what is my favorite thing about UCLA? Yep. Oh, dude. Dude. <laughs> Anna, you, Khalil. John, <laughs> John literally just learned how to read. So, I mean, the academic part of it is probably not going to be your answer. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, he's a 27-year-old <laughs> college though um i would say for me hey they don't let you in the army if you can read that's not part of the ASVAB. <laughs> you have to be illiterate um no for me i'm from boston so i would say just la in general it's like sick the fact that it's like warm right now and there's shit to do nice yeah well well there's not gonna be shit to do after gavin noobsom goes ahead and turns on the damn uh, shutdown over here triggered you're not wrong. john is yeah. triggered john and i both hate him so yeah we're gonna <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, i don't want that guy bro if, he, shuts down, 
if he shuts down golf in LA City, man, I don't know, man. No, to get on no, that, we're not going to petition. We're not going to lie. We can't. No, we'll get him. It's all I got we'll right now, dude. It's all yeah, I got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't shut down golf. Nope, you can't do it. Khalil, what about you? I might reelect him if he shuts down golf. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Oh, man. People that are, people that are listening, people that are listening right now have no idea how confused I am having listened to all of this. I mean, you guys were talking about blading the ball earlier, and I this could be a course in German, and I would understand a little bit more. I really, I, I might as well be with Buzz Aldrin on the moon right now. Um, favorite thing about the campus, um, and it's been so long since I've been there, uh, probably the same as Anna. It's in LA, didn't have to leave home, so I like being local. Nice. 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 All I can say is that UCLA definitively is a far superior campus to the University of Oklahoma, wherever the hell that is. You've never Ooh. been there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take Oklahoma, you there. One that's day. all we need to know, bro. Oklahoma's not real. Yeah, Oklahoma's not real. It doesn't exist. Ooh, it's a myth. <laughs> that's not a hot take. That's a fact. You can go look in a go look on a map. As soon as you trace your finger over Oklahoma, it disappears. Is that a coincidence? Wow. So. It's actually in the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Griff, Pip, and Ken confirm. Uh, yep. I yeah. am Santa Claus. <laughs> this has been really awesome. I really, really appreciate you guys coming on, man. This is uh, this is a really good time. I want everyone listening, I want you to follow Griff Pippin on Instagram. I want you to follow Blake Weber and his two burner accounts. What are they, Aristotle? <laughs> I got a uh, golf account, which is Blake Golfing. And then my real account, which is kind of a secret, which is a bottle of Stottle. Your Finsta, got it. Got That's it. right. <laughs> Everyone, please listen. Hey, when you guys, uh, uh, when you guys release, is it Monday every Monday morning, one episode weekly on uh, for Country Club adjacent? That's right. Yes, yes, sir. Well, it releases every Sunday, but we don't we don't really like you know promote it until Monday. So, yeah. Yeah, and and we're on TikTok too. Don't don't forget about that, John. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. TikTok I guess yeah. these guys are on TikTok. John, I know you hate TikTok, but a lot of people, Gen Z, is on TikTok. Even though I don't kids like TikTok myself. Things. Yeah, that's what kids are doing these and days. Anna's on Anna's on TikTok. She's a big. TikTok. Um, I'll follow you on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm actually have more followers on TikTok. So really, yeah. there. Damn. Oh yeah. Kidding. Yeah. Oh no, no, we ain't kidding. Wow, Blake, what are you at three? What are you at on there? Uh, two point three. Cla- okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Those are good numbers. Those are good numbers. <laughs> like, wow, that's exhaust. I just, com- I can't even comprehend that. It's so exhausting just to think about. <laughs> yeah, weird. the country club adjacent comes out every Monday, and uh, it's freaking hilarious. Leave it a five star review. Leave a review, and try not to judge the other two co-hosts that didn't come on today with us. Nice. <laughs> Hmm. appreciate you guys thank you thank you for having us go work on your shanks Griff (laughs) oh god dude oh I don't even oh my god I can't believe you witnessed that I cannot believe you witnessed it and filmed it too All right, have a great night thanks for having us take care guys thanks again have a good one thanks for being on yep Bye.